Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox. I'm the Compliance Evangelist, and I'd like to welcome you to a new podcast series I'm putting out, the Opinion Release Papers. FCPA Opinion Releases are a very useful tool that is baked into the statute, the FCPA itself. You can ask questions to the Department of Justice that are fact-based scenarios about an action your company would like to engage in and get an opinion back. These provide a great source of information for the compliance practitioner, in addition to being useful to the companies that utilize them. Over this series, I'm going to visit opinion releases and mine those for the facts of the presented to the Department of Justice and what the resolution was. In this episode, we take up opinion release 0702, which is the second part of two opinion releases from 2007, which deal with payment for travel of foreign government officials. This one provides a little more detail and it's a great bookend to 07. Opinion Release 0702. In this second opinion release of 2007, the Department of Justice considered another scenario whereby a U.S. company desired to pay for the travel to the United States of foreign officials and for some business entertainment while those persons were in the U.S. It has some additional facts beyond those in 0701 and therefore is important for a compliance program and compliance practitioner. Background. In Opinion Release 0702, the company desired to pay certain domestic expenses for a trip to the United States by approximately six junior to mid-level officials of a foreign government for an educational program at the requestor's U.S. headquarters prior to the delegates attending an annual six-week-long internship for foreign insurance regulators sponsored by the National Association of Insurance Commissioners. The event was held at the requester's U.S. headquarters. The six officials had been selected by the foreign government without the involvement of the requestor. The purpose of this trip was to familiarize the officials with the operation of a U- the U.S. insurance company. The requester had no non-routine business pending before the foreign government agency that employed these officials. The sponsored training program was designated to last for approximately six days, which was five days of training plus travel time. The requestor paid the travel expenses and limiting those payments to, in the domestic realm, economy air class travel to the U.S. requestor's headquarters. The requester paid for domestic lodging, local transportation, meals, and incidental expenses up to a modest amount set per day upon presentation of receipt and a modest four-hour sightseeing tour for the six officials. So what were the requestor's representations in opinion release 0702? They were the following. The U.S. company would not pay the travel expenses or fees rather for the participation in the National Association of Insurance Commissioners program. Next, the U.S. company had no, quote, non-routine, end quote, business in front of the foreign governmental agency. Next, the routine business it did have before the foreign governmental agency was guided by administrative rules with identified standards. 
Next, the U.S. company did not select the delegates for the training program in the United States. The U.S. company would only host the delegates and not their families. The U.S. company would pay all costs incurred directly to U.S. service providers and only a modest daily minimum to the foreign government officials based upon a properly presented receipt. Any souvenirs presented would be of modest value with the U.S. company's logo. Here, a little bit different than the opinion release 0701, there would be a one four-hour sightseeing trip in the city where the U.S. company is located. And finally, the total expenses of the trip were are and were reasonable for such a trip, and the training would be provided at the home offices of the U.S. company. So what was the Department of Justice response? As with opinion release 0701, the Department of Justice ended this opinion release by stating, based upon all the facts and circumstances as represented by the requestor, the Department does not presently intend to take any enforcement action with respect to the planned educational program and proposed payments described in this request. This is because, based upon the requester's representations, consistent with the FCPA's promotional expenses affirmative defense, the expenses contemplated are either reasonable under the circumstances and both reasonable under the circumstances and directly relate to the promotion, demonstration, or explanation of the company's products and services. Discussion. What can one glean from both Opinion Release 0702 and 0701? Based upon them, it would seem that a U.S. company can bring foreign officials to the U.S. for legitimate business purposes. A key component is that the guidelines are clearly articulated in your company's compliance policy. Based upon opinion releases 0701 and 0702, the following should be incorporated into a compliance policy regarding travel and lodging. First, any reimbursement for airfare, at least domestically, should be economy class. Second, do not select the particular official who will travel. That decision should be made solely by the foreign government. Third, only host the designated officials and not their spouses or family members. In other words, no WAGs. Four, pay all costs directly to the service providers. So airfares, hotels, uh, to the extent you can provide local transportation, all pay directly. In the event that an expense requires reimbursement, you may do so up to a modest daily minimum upon presentation of a written receipt. Four, any souvenirs you provide the visiting officials should reflect the business and or logo and be of nominal value, i.e. shirts, tote bags, hats, pins, things like that. Next, apart from the expenses identified above, do not compensate the foreign government or the officials for their visit. Do not fund organize or host any entertainment side trips or leisure activities unless they follow the prescriptions laid out in this. And finally, the training costs will only be those necessary and reasonable to educate the visiting officials about the operation of your company. But always remember these are only the first steps. A company must train its employees not only in specifics of a gifts, travel, and entertainment policy, but uh, must continue to monitor and update this. Pre-travel and, and entertainment must be pre-approved by your compliance function, bookended with monitoring of all expenses, which should be documented in case regulators ever cut knocking. Put together, these two opinion releases, 0702, are some of the Department of Justice's um, most uh, useful 
guidelines around gifts, travel, and entertainment. They should be considered uh, at all times if you are paying for travel, and it's something that you as a compliance practitioner should be well aware of and that you should not only review on an ongoing basis, but continuing train your BD representatives. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox again. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Opinion Release Papers. I hope you'll join me again for another episode. If you have any questions on the information presented in this episode of the Opinion Release Papers, please give me a shout at tfox at tfoxlaw.com. The Opinion Release Papers is a special presentation of the Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.